I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Oh man, I uh, I just just finished a twelve hour drive from Montreal, and I'm feeling super fucking dead in the head. Do you feel loopy? Yeah, I feel loopy. Yeah, and you know what? You know what would potentially help this loopy feeling I have? What's that? If I got a head transplant, is that a thing? Well. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this seems really rehearsed. Did you guys do this before? We were just, we, this is like the fifth what, take. So. Well, head transplant surgeon, uh, which we've talked about this fucking weird quack before. Uh, he claims human brain transplants are technically feasible. Um, the uh, Wait, hold on. Wait, I know we've talked about this in the past. This is the guy. This is, this is uh, the neurosurgeon Sergio Canavero, the guy who, was, who had planned to do a full body transplant. Am I uh, making this shit? Am I making wait, this shit up? I thought. I thought you not that I, this? I. I'm remembering that we talked about this once before, but I'm also. This is remembering this is or a- misremembering that there was a Russian dude who had a thing That's had it. a head transplant. This is the, so so separate thing. So same doctor, right? No. There was the crazy doctor guy, and he was like, "Yo, you like, sir, from Russia, you have a degenerative." Um, neurolog or like you know, d- like ALS type disease. It wasn't ALS, yeah. but it was something like that. Like you're you you're 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 you have a your, fatal illness. Or your body's shutting down. Your brain's gonna be good, but your but your body's just gonna fail and you're gonna die. And he was like, "Look, I bet you that I can take your head off and transplant it onto another human body, and I guarantee it'll work." And the guy, the Russian guy, was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, let's do it." And then the entire world of science was like fuck no dude you can't and he was like i swear i feel like i know how to do this because he you know i don't know he like whipped it up in his head but he's a surgeon like he is a surgeon he is yeah yeah, but he's (laughs) question okay so wait 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 we talked before about doing a full body transplant well and now we're talking about a head transplant well, it's, isn't it it's the, the same, it's the same thing? thing i mean technically yeah. it's the same thing but this guy so this is different he's like talking about glass half full he, he's not talking about a head, head transplant he's now talking brain transplant okay so take brian's brain take mine out put brian's brain in my head transplant okay you know not head but the actual matter inside the head you know what's funny that i think of this also I, crazy i i think but the, we kind of need to but, be explained to about why it's crazy because because no, you know like no. you can do a heart and you can that's do what lungs I was gonna say. and you can do that shit but like yeah, there's yeah. obviously I mean I think it has to it has to do with the central I mean, it's nervous crazy system. that we can do those it has to do of course it is but it has I'm assuming it has to do with the central nervous system and how no, hard it is no. to connect the brain to a central this nervous is my system. but but my point is that I'm making assumptions the obviously. fact that 
you know, when 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 I imagine transplanting lungs, I imagine that there's there's a bunch of like vessels and all these like little things you have to connect. I mean, a double lung, lung transplant takes like eight hours, so it's obviously difficult to cut somebody open, pull those things out, and then plug in the new ones so that they work. So when you talk about doing a head transplant, brain transplant, or brain transplant, yeah. I imagine. Why would you imagine that it's any more or less difficult? Probably because of the spinal cord and the and the nervous system. Maybe, but like we also, you can also agree that like it would not be hard to imagine that it could be possible. Yeah, based this is on the, the same other conversation crazy. we had last week about the yeah. blood thing. Yeah, it's like it's like yo, we're like oh, why why can't you get all the information that you need from a drop of blood? And why is Elizabeth Holmes in jail? <laughs> and it's like well. People who study this shit know why. We also don't we know. Don't. We also don't know shit about the brain, really. Like even yeah. the people that know shit about the brain are like, really we don't know. really fucking know. Yeah. So anyway, controversial neurosurgeon Sergio Canavero, uh, who claims in a recent article that it could be technically feasible. I mean, he's just saying, look, you know what? Fair dingum, technically feasible. Fair what? Fair dingum. Did you just what? Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> well, uh, that's a, uh, that is a Australian. Um, it is? Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, technically feasible to, to stave off aging by simply scooping out a person's brain and plopping it into a younger, more agile body. The article called Whole Brain Transplantation in Man, Technically Feasible was published in Surgical Neurology International, SNI, a peer-reviewed journal where uh, Canavero serves as an editor. Oh, okay. <laughs> if this procedure is ringing any bells, it may be because Canavero put forward a similar idea in 2015 that proposed a full head transplant, um, and the claim was completely bombastic and highly controversial. Uh, and when he later said he had found a volunteer to undergo the procedure, um, he, it became international news, which is what we covered in the past. You know, what's really funny is like the difference between a head transplant and a brain transplant don't really seem that different to me because like most of like the, the brain crucial... is the part. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. right? So like, yeah. and, and especially like all the other things that are in your head, like your eyeballs and your mouth, your tongue, your breathe, your nose and stuff, like they're already there plugged into the brain. So yeah. like, yeah, so like. Then so, like, gonna... a head transplant is pretty plug and play. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As much yeah, as yeah. a brain transplant <laughs> yeah. would be. Yeah, they're both kind of wild. So Canavero told Motherboard in an email that head transplants work and that his previous work uh, was just a stepping stone to brain transplant. So he was going, look, head transplant. Right. We need I needed that to walk so brain transplants could run. Like but, he, I want, but he's moving on to brain transplants before having ever performed the head transplant. I mean, he's performed all this in his own head. Like but, it's it's all it, I, I, he's probably performed on like. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy took a monkey head and put it on a dog. Maybe he could. <laughs> uh, dude, you know what? If he's super unethical, he might be buying prisoners. I just, <laughs> I just want to say. This, I mean, here's a photo of the guy. That guy looks like he's doing that shit. He looks. He looks like a. He looks like a Batman villain. Well, if he didn't have his hands up around his neck, he would. He would look no, pretty, pretty normal. But he looks evil. He's shown yeah. where he's I mean, going to insert. The fucking scalpel. For those people who are just listening, we're basically looking at a profile photo of his head where he's got his chin tilted up to this guy's head tilted back. He looks his like Bane without open. the mask and with some nerdy glasses. He's I got mean, a, this is... There's a black background, like pure black background. He's he's lit with a light and he's got a bald head with these Brian, like circular you can glasses. Tell Brian has accessibility in mind. Um, so he said, uh, he said, he said a human head transplant was the intermediate step towards a brain transplant. And since the latter is considered impossible, uh, I decided to focus on HT, 
head transplant, which is far simpler, he says. However, although I can tell you HT works, unfortunately, it does not rejuvenate age uh, head tissue, in- including the eyes. Uh, BT, brain transplant, is the only option, he's saying. So uh, Canavero's claims regarding head transplants have been difficult to verify. In 2017, SNI published work by Canavero and uh, Chinese colleague uh, Xiaoping Ren, who is also on SNI's editorial board, reporting a head transplant rehearsal with human cadavers, uh, a live volunteer subject, a Russian man with a genetic uh, degenerative muscle atrophying disease, um, pulled out of the plant procedure in ni- 2019. And also in that year, SNI published work by Canavero and Ren claiming a re- to report successful spinal cord repair in animals. So they, I mean, you know, they're not only are they whipping up the ideas, they are, they are like doing things. Some, but the thing is to, that why are, why are they not? I mean, if, if this guy sounds very convinced about it's it, very, very, so, very, yeah. so he's either crazy or he's done it on a, on an animal. Yeah, well, like, so, like... Because I, there's I, no way that a practicing I, surgeon can think that you can do something without successfully doing it if, on a, on a, on a, on a species, on some species. Yeah. If I recall, I, I could be, I may have watched too many sci-fi movies in the last, like, year, but I think he did it with a monkey. The head, tri- the HT. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> close to us. I, I just want to say, guys. Now I don't. Now well, he's basically is that monkey still what, alive. I don't know. He, like, like, did he just do it with a monkey cadaver and go? Yeah, this should work. Like, well, no, they're saying they're doing it on human cadavers. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't do it on a human cadaver and just go. Theoretically, if this person had been alive, then it would yeah, have worked. At that point, you're just playing Mr. Potato Head with human right. parts. Yeah. I don't know why you, but why wouldn't you do that? That would make sense to do it on a human cadaver. No, I just mean that you, have you can't to, test it, but you can't test the, whether it works or not. For and you know, you know, I, it needs to be done on some. But he might as he like he might as well be Doctor Frankenstein. Like guys, I feel yeah, like this yeah, guy yeah. is just like he's working on the cadavers. He goes down into a basement. He lays the cadaver on a slab, and then he has it attached to some sort of rod that's like drawing in lightning. And it's like the place is dark and dank and wet for some reason. It's so wet, you know? Like, so like this guy is Frankenstein. Yeah. Wait, uh, I just, I just, what, what are you confused about? Uh, no, I'm just saying that if you did it on a dead human cadaver, uh-huh. I'm sure that there would be a way to like, you know, the way you like, uh, you like hydraulics, plug a, plug a couple cords into like a <laughs> yeah, battery to dude. test to see if it was yeah. working or something. Or yeah. Like, you, just, you just plug it with like hydraulic fluid and it, <laughs> yeah, just test it. Just, yeah, well, here's, I mean, here's, yeah, it will give you a good idea if it here's works. Here's an uh, issue. Here's an issue that I foresee <laughs> that oh, I foresee fuck. being a, a, the biggest problem, which is what I said at the beginning is your spinal cord. Someone severs their spinal cord, they never walk again. We don't have a solution for somebody who has that problem, except Neuralink is working on it. But we don't have a solution, a, a surgical solution for that. We do. So this guy's saying that he has a surgical solution. Exactly. That that isn't just going to solve. That isn't going to solve something that's never been done before in science and medicine, which is transplanting a head or a brain. But it's also would be would be the solution. Like he would he would have the solution in his hands. For for repairing a spinal a severed spinal cord, but he said that he did that successfully in a in a animal specimen. Yeah, but you could reattach a a severed spinal cord. It just won't work afterwards. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe it but did it, work. The, but this so <laughs> Brian's really going to bat for this. Yeah, guy. I'm just saying, guys, guys, we don't get anywhere in life shitting on innovation. This guy's <laughs> that's right. This guy that's right. He's is, a disruptor. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a thought he's a thought entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> Uh, but this guy's this guy's focus on BT is isn't about um, like like repairing, um, you know, 
degenerative disease in that sense. I think he's more so on like the transhumanism, like like life extension, sure. uh, like you know the uh, the the what's the elixir of what what's the the fountain of youth? Yeah, like, yeah he's like this yeah. guy's like on that train right now. You know what though? Um, it, honestly, a brain transplant, young would, blood, would, you know? a brain transplant, a BT would actually would actually be <laughs> super easy. <laughs> BT must be easy because you you have something called the brain stem where everything is connected. So you just you just unplug that and then plug in the other one. When you explain it that way, 100%. it makes way yeah, more yeah. sense, yeah. right? And you know what? I think he was. You know saying, what, Brian? You're right. <laughs> saying, yeah, dude. He was this saying this is it. Essentially, what I was saying earlier, which this he, guy. I mean, <laughs> he was saying that you basically have to. He was like the head transplant. That's mm-hmm. easy shit. The brain transplant mm-hmm. is much more difficult. Yeah. But then he forgot that it, there's the stem, and then he realized <laughs> yeah. he could just plug it in, yeah. and it's good now. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, we I, really launched right into that right from the beginning. I, I feel like we barely even said anything before we were talking about head transplants. <laughs> we um, didn't, uh, and and that's right, because I'm okay. tired. Okay. That's actually um, the new way to increase engagement. That's on it. YouTube. Get like right just get it. straight get, into, get right into it. Right uh, Do you guys want to hear something uh, uh, kind of annoying? Like. I was going to say scary, but it's not really scary. It's just fucking... Well, it's actually, it's probably scary to some, depending on where you live. But for me, it's annoying. Flash flooding. Uh, <laughs> super mosquitoes have now mutated to withstand in- insecticides. That's so, such a bummer. Yeah, that's I, pretty bad news. I I'm, think. Not really, bad news. I'm not really that bothered by it because I don't really use bug spray, but I never get bit. Oh, dude, I cover myself in the, in the DEET. Like the deediest deet. You, yeah, I don't. Eighty uh, percent deet or ruin, none. You're an environmental uh, ruiner. Uh, I'd rather protect my skin from getting bit. The and ozone layer's already fucked. The no, ozone layer's actually not. <laughs> oh, it's, it's 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 fixing itself. Is that, <laughs> it's is actually that right? been fixing itself for like thirty years. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. I read a thing. The ozone layer just recently. They were like, ah, fuck. The ozone's no. back. No, 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 no. no. It's Dude, been you, it's been on no, the end no, for no, 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 many no. decades, and it's and it's going to complete its. its oh, is that repair. what it was? It was like, yeah. oh, it's almost there. Yes. Not according to the World Economic Forum. The, I think the I think what. Oh yeah, so the ozone layer on, <laughs> is on track to recover within decades. That's still a long time. So anyway, I don't think so for the ozone layer. Uh, well, I, I don't have decades, so cover me in deep. You All might. Right? I'll, I'll drink the shit. Actually, if the you if might the, though if decades, the, I don't know. If the ozone <laughs> layer is getting better, then you're actually probably good on using the deep. Thanks. So uh, one of the most uh, vilified pest species on the planet continues to continues to outsmart ways in which humans attempt to get rid of them. Uh, super mosquitoes have evolved to withstand insecticides, according to new research. And the most sobering finding is the high rate in which the species is known for carrying disease that have, uh, has developed mutations. So um, as annoying as this is for me, it's actually quite scary for a lot of people in, in the world because, um, as we all know, I believe it's malaria is one of the like uh, highest killers of, like, of humans the ever. Hi- history of humans. It's killed the most yeah. humans Ever uh, in human in history. <laughs> researchers at the National Institute of Infectious Diseases in Japan studied mosquitoes in dengue endemic areas in Vietnam and Cambodia and found that they harbor mutations that endow them to strong resistance to common insecticides, according to a study published in Science Advances last Wednesday. <clears throat> That's a real bummer. I mean, like, 
malaria. We we live a we have we have a <laughs> privilege beyond privilege that Canada does not have malaria. That like basically North America does not have yeah. uh, malaria. There might be some in Mexico, maybe southern Mexico, but I, I I'm not sure about that. Um, and not just malaria too, but like you got like dengue fever, yellow fever, Zika, Zika West yeah. Nile, West Nile. Zika is like a big issue for Kyle and I right now because of fucking trying to. But Zika, so, hey, right? Zika came up this way, didn't it? Uh, Shit, I thought your daughter was named Zika. It's Zaya. It's Zaya, yeah. Fuck, yeah. We were gonna name her Zika, and then we've remembered the, the, the virus. Zika, the yeah. virus, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, what's close? To that? Zika yeah. is a fucking cool name. Though. It's kind of hey, cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so there are lots of things, but malaria by far. I mean, if malaria just like broadened its borders, that would be very bad. Well, with these the, super mosquitoes. Well, you know what? What's interesting is that I don't know how bad it would be because because the places the place where it exists is the place where there are the fewest medicines, which is in uh, Central Africa. Um, but in like here, we have very red. We have like readily available medicines. But also, you know, if all of a sudden the entire population. <laughs> was looking for malaria medication, I'm not sure how that would play out. Mm. Like, because I think it might be sort of similar to like COVID and being yeah. like, holy shit, all of a sudden everybody needs this medication. And yes. that's really hard. Yeah. And you'd hear people get mad about the supply chain. And <laughs> yeah, people would be very upset about like the supply chain. Yeah. This is um, this is sort of, this is off topic, but it's kind of in the same, in a similar sort of thing, which um, something that I heard the other day from, um, fuck, what's his name? Um, Joe Rogan. Um, uh, it was on Rogan. Um, <laughs> fuck, what's his name? Brett I, Weinstein. I, yes, it was Brett Weinstein. And uh, which, like, he kind of became. He was somebody that when I when I when I first heard him, I was like, oh yeah, this guy's got some good shit to say. And then he was like, oh, I got some Oof. weird shit to say. <laughs> Dude, he's got lots of weird shit. to no, say. No, I know, but he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys that I like. You know, listen. I I listen to very skeptically, um, mm. but listen to him nonetheless. And um, and he they were talking about. Um, they were talking about uh, something that had come up in one um, that that I think Brett Weinstein had been saying, and then was was really denounced for. And then it was like you know one of those things like the lab leak theory that people basically said like you guys are all quacks for this, and then became like pretty pretty like normal circulating theories that that were published in you know New York Times, Washington Post, and something. Yeah. And they were talking about um, the the um, a vaccine, the difference between a vaccine being introduced pre-pandemic, mid-pandemic, and post-pandemic, and how um, when you introduce a vaccine pre-pandemic, it it like has a you you immunize people, um, and that you you like create a, a protection and like this kind of force field around the population, and then when you when you vaccinate post-pandemic, like once it's once it has settled itself. You sort of do the same thing for, you know, future like the current population. Like polio the vaccine yeah. that like our parents had. Yeah, and yeah. they were saying that like this was because we were like unprepared for COVID and we didn't have a vaccine. I mean, obviously for a new vaccine, or sorry, for a new um virus. New virus. Some might say novel. Some might say <laughs> some might say novel. New Depending if they know what novel means, which <laughs> means new and exciting, <laughs> fun and exciting. Um, and 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 this was like something that I never really thought about. But when they said it, uh, and they were talking about this this um, this article that had been written in the Washington Post recently uh, by a science journalist there about when you vaccinate mid pandemic, it's sort of like because the virus is like still ripping around 
populations and you try to introduce something to fight it, you basically like give it, give it like a force to push back against. Which, right. Like, which it, like a way to, cause, to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sort of like introduce yeah. the, the, the like catalyst, the, the, the catalyst yeah. for it to, for it to become, to evolve and just variants and all that stuff, which I was like, Oh, that's fucking. I, th- I think it like speaking of uh, evolution, like I just think it's so wild to, th- I mean, I guess it's natural, like it's a natural process, but isn't it kind of crazy to think that like mosquitoes are now evolving to, to like, basically just instinctively avoid our attempts to eradicate them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that, like that's such a, that's a, it's a, like a mosquito too. Like, it's just, they're the dumbest, but is it? Like mosquitoes it, are like, so this is, dumb. This that's is why a, they're so good at it. They just go, they have one function. They will not eat like that um, yucky substance that is on the plant. And they're like, but this is yeah. an interesting, um, like, it, like don't from suck a lay the blood of the, of the a, rats that they've given the, the, the rat poison to. From a, they just from, a, from a lay person's perspective, um, like, are you lay? Yeah, I am super lay. Max lay, bro. My question for you guys is: is is it because they have such a short life expectancy or lifespan that you know they How long does that, the mosquito last? Like so a good they. Day? They breed like and then they have babies, and then because they have they they do that so many times in like compared to the human lifespan right. that they actually evolve a They're lot at, faster. Oh shit, dude! Whoa, no, it, mosquitoes last a long time. Holy shit, how long? Oh really? I thought the average lifespan for a mosquito was like less than twenty-four 14 hours. days, forty-two to fifty-six days for a female, and yeah. ten days for a male. Ten, well, ten, I mean, ten days. That's a short life. But think about but how many generations. Days, I thought it was like a day. Yeah, Is that why they evolve? quicker though like relative to us because that would be a question evolution happens from evolutionary biologists is that what is yeah i mean i I don't know it like times relative to your size right so maybe it has something to do with that like they're just smaller and so just like the (laughs) fucking time's going real quick right then they're like but like actually to them they're like yeah like when they reach 56 days they're like they're I'm ready. All saying like the, back in I'm, my day, like, yeah. they're telling yeah. fucking stories. They're, they're telling yeah. war stories. They're just yeah. tired of living. <laughs> yeah. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you got your podcasts. Uh, here's another really interesting story. This is a this is actually pretty wild. Um, uh, this right here is an image of the the best preserved mummy Whoa. in the world. Uh, that yeah, isn't this crazy? That 15 year old teenage girl. Died over five hundred years ago. I saw Whoa. this on. I saw this on. I think it was medical talks. And yes. frozen. And I saw the. Uh, yes. They they put up the image on the left, and and it so for, looks like a. It looks like that human is yeah. alive. For for people who are who are just listening, we're looking at a photo. We're looking at two photos of um of a mummy uh that they've uh, named the maiden. Uh, she's a fifteen year old teenage girl. 
died more than 500 years ago in a ritual sacrifice in the Andes Mountains. And this, uh, the image is the, is this woman sitting on, you know, like a, almost like a hospital bed with a scientist, um, kind of peering over top of her. I think it looks like he's kind of like cleaning her hair or something, but it literally just looks like a woman sitting cross-legged on a bed. Um, and she looks alive. Yes. Yeah. Like very much alive. Um, so she's uh, dressed in fine clothes and given corn alcohol um, to put them to sleep. Uh, the girl and two other children were left on a mountaintop to succumb to the cold as offerings uh, to the gods at an elevation of 22,000 feet. Isn't that wild that that was like a like a belief was like, hey, let's offer these humans, these yeah. humans. Yeah. And, and, and that was uh, how crazy is that as a as a way to sacrifice someone by bringing them to the peak of a mountain in just the element of like the wild, getting them like sleep drunk and just letting them freeze. Like letting yeah. them just fucking let the worst. It's one of the, it's actually one of the worst ways to die. To according freeze? to a no top a, 10 list, a, to, to a top 10 list, this one specific way, this like one specific, um, you mean like even with sacrifice pills and stuff? Yeah, I'm sure it's not fun. Uh, I'm sure being dragged up there. No, I knowing- mean, no, no. I mean, is that in, is that included in the in the worst way? No, um, no. Just well, freezing. Well, to no, death. just just the, the, just the notion of it. No, no. Like there was a top ten list, and it specifically said being sacrificed in this way was a part of the top ten list. Oh, freezing. ritual ritualistic sacrific- ritualistic sacrification being brought to a top of a mountain and left there to the element. Wow, that's so specific. I know. Yeah. Is that from top10.org? Um, it actually might have been an episode of uh, Stuff Stuff You Should Know. I believe sense. that. Uh, that was... sounds, I believe, Stuff You Should Know. <laughs> <laughs> I really do, too. Like, there's shit. Dude. Stuff You Should Know is fucking I know. I'm, I'm, I'm being point. totally serious. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. You Should Know yeah, is definitely you know is crazy. Crazy. Very I incredible. also believe top10list.org. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, according to the archaeologists who found the mummified remains, um, that's... Uh, Twenty-two thousand feet. That's where they they uh, sort of left this this girl. Twenty-two thousand feet. What is that? That's twenty-two thousand eighty feet. Seven thousand meters. Um, Wait, what? A little higher. I don't know if there's any. Well, it says here. That's interesting. I don't think there's any mountains that at are an that elevation high of twenty-two thousand and eighty feet, according to the archaeologists who found the mummified remains just below a mountain summit in Argentina in nineteen ninety-nine. Capacaca. Uh, ceremonies were practiced by the Inca. Some of them could be undertaken as a result of key events of the Inca empire, mm. such as the birth of sons an illness, etc. And some were held in order to stop a natural disaster. Archaeologists believe that the children had been uh, picked a year ahead of their sacrifice. During this year, they got special treatment indicated by the sudden change in their diets for about six did months. Did they tell them or did they, or were they like, hey. Guys, Prob- probably. I mean, I would say they were like, we're going to sacrifice you. This is all part of our culture, but dude, but you're going to get a fucking no, sick they year beforehand. Told, they couldn't have told them because they'd be like, see ya. No, but you don't know that. Culturally, they may, I mean. Might d- have been d- an d- honor. Did you, yeah, yeah. did you not watch Midsommar? Like, yeah, Midsommar's like, but uh, it's human, part of a culture. We go up here and we jump, we jump and die, <laughs> jump and die. The human, the human condition to survive. I I strong. I agree with you to an Valhalla. extent, but uh, yeah, dude. Like, like actually, though, yeah, <laughs> actually, like, I'm that's serious. Culturally, yeah. it like 
going to battle to die with honor or even not even going to battle to die with honor. I guess if you believe being it. Being asked to die and doing it honorably, like that was culturally, that was what do, a huge part of yeah. the Vikings. What do you guys think happened? So like that, one of the examples there was like, if there was like a uh, sickness in the family, then they were like, oh, like next new moon, we need to sacrifice um, the kids or something. And so do you think that they, as soon as like modern medicine evolved in that community, that the day, like that day that they discovered like, oh fuck, actually we know what this is. We could have cured this illness. That they were like, that they were like, mega bummed out no. that they had been sacrificing family members. Hey, you know what? You might have been right there, there Tay, though. I just kept re- reading. So for about six months, <laughs> for about six months and shortly before their death, uh, she was given a large amount of alcohol in the form of a drink known as Chica. Chica. Think about all Chica. the, think about all the um, evidence that we a, have to on, change huh? the minds of people who believe things that are crazy um so and they still believe that right a, a fermented drink made from corn and forced to chew cocoa leaves um other children found next to her a four-year-old girl and a five-year-old boy were also given the drugs in smaller quantities scientists believe that alcohol and narcotic coca leaves were given to make them more docile Taylor, do driving you them into a stupor and possibly even unconsciousness and this is supported by the relaxed sitting position by which the Inca girl was found yeah. in untouched artifacts. I, I find, I find, um, I feel like they wrote this a little bit misleadingly because they say narcotic coca leaf, but like a coca leaf is not a coca leaf does not get you high. I've chewed coca leaves, but it does get it's a stimulant though, is it not? I mean, <clears> like coffee, it's like it's like coffee, <clears throat> if that. It's, um, it's it's not, um, but what if you ate like wads of it? No, no, Do you, I don't think Taylor, so. Do you remember what if when you boofed I, it? <laughs> is that smoking it out of your butt? Shoving it up your butt. <laughs> Could be well, more maybe. powerful like that. Maybe. Taylor, do you remember when uh, we were on the side of the road in Peru and I, I, we just pulled over for a bus stop for some reason and I drank corn alcohol from the guys on the side of the road? No, I don't remember that. Uh, it was uh, immediately after I, I did it. I think I remember the bus, the stop that you're talking I, about. I did it. To, it was like a little <laughs> hut on the side of the road. Somebody had stopped for a pee or something mm-hmm. and uh, and. I got out and the locals were there and, and they came up with this like offering of, of like, well, I didn't know what it was. They didn't speak English. Um, but I, I drank it. I mean, fuck <laughs> and, when in Rome and, and, uh, and I immediately had that thought that was like, Oh no, did I just put kerosene? No, like, you know, like when you're in a, in like a foreign country traveling and sure. you like, yeah, yeah. you like have like fresh fruit or drink the water or something. You're like, yeah. oh, you're no. Like, oh no, am I going to immediately get sick and regret this? But uh, what I was really, I thought it was like, like uh, tea, but it was, um, I knew immediately that it was alcohol and I was like, oh fuck, that's intense. But maybe that's not a bad thing because maybe the alcohol killed the bacteria or whatever's yeah. in it. But it, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. I did. In this case, um, uh, interestingly, they found that the protein profile from the mummy of the teenage girl was similar to that of a chronic respiratory infection in patients. Whoa. And the uh, DNA analysis showed the presence of a uh, probably pathogenic bacteria in the genus Mycobacterium responsible for upper respiratory tract infections and TB. Whoa. So the alcohol didn't really help there. Okay. Um. But, but she didn't die from TV. She didn't. She died from being frozen. Man, that, that would suck. suck. Um, but she definitely showed signs of a lung infection at the time of her death. So it extra sucky. Dude. Right? Dying freezing. Yeah. Dying freezing or burning to death? What's your poison? Freezing. freezing. 
view. Do you even have to think of that? Yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, freezing, one hundred percent. don't do that to yourself. I understand what you. Don't, I mean, don't do either to yourself. Don't do obviously, that. but yeah, like, dude, die freezing. There's dude. definitely, there's definitely an argument for for both because no, because uh, actually, freezing... according to stuff you should know, it's uh, <laughs> oh, really fr- uh, burning is way worse and because, top ten list because so. burning is going to be because <laughs> burning is going to be way faster, uh, way faster, far more painful. No, I know, but there, but there's an argument to be made that one might and, and not as and probably not as fast as you think. I mean, probably pretty quick. I mean, it's fifty-six you, days apparently. Have it's you the ever, same length <laughs> dude, of time that a female mosquito dude, lives? Have you ever burned your thumb on a lighter? Yeah, I have. How much? Dude, that's the no, worst, dude. That's the worst. No, I know, but that's like, but that's like the same way that a paper cut can be way worse than like, you know, cutting yourself with a knife. It's just annoying. I don't know. At, at least with freezing to death, you get some like hallucinations. You get to like you, you, the, you there's euphoria involved. You actually feel warm. Yeah, there's euphoria. There's euphoria that comes with it. Yeah, um, do you? You do. Yeah. yeah. There's a, oh yeah. There's like, like a whole. Sta- it's a whole stage. I mean, there's a sucky stage, but then there's like a not so sucky stage. What about drowning versus <clears throat> the other two? Oh, uh, drown. For I sure. would no. I would actually probably burn or freeze before Dude, I drown. Dude, drowning so fast. Apparently, it's the absolute worst. Dude, it's, I'm it's, sure it's, it's, it's it's higher. It's <laughs> hey, but, <laughs> but, I'm sure wait, it's wait, horrific. Wait, why? What, what makes drowning so bad? Um, I forget. I, I'll I'll li- I'll listen back to that episode. Uh, the I worst mean, ways to die, and and we can talk about drowning and burning to death. I mean, it would be the panic. The like the the the, the like the pain and pain. well there'd be no I don't think pain. It's I apparently guess. no apparently drowning is extraordinarily painful. See, I'd just hold my breath until I passed out. Yeah, me too. Um, but you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't really pass out that way because you. So you're. Um. Uh. No. No. This is a part of it. So when you you know when you hold your breath long enough and you start having those like spasms. Where, where it's like, it's almost like you're... Uh, I haven't held my breath that long in a long time. I always do it in the pool. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? You know yeah, that yeah. feeling of like, where it feels like your diaphragm's yeah. almost going like... <laughs> like that? Yeah. Um, that's... Once that starts to happen, you are like moments away from... from um, Just instinctive, Instinctively, not, not even like... Even if you tried your hardest, instinctively, before you pass out, you're going to take a huge breath in. And that's where, like, that's where the pain comes. Like, that's the pain train. Drowning in your lungs, um, like drown. It's apparently like a like a deep, deep burn. Uh, You know, you know when you like when you. It's gotta be fast though. It's not at all. I don't think. I think it's it's faster than burning and it's faster than freezing. I would rather I would rather be burned alive than buried alive because um, if I was burned alive and set on fire and I could move around freely. The pain would suck, but I'd be like, oh, for I'd be able sakes. to like, I just, I fuck me, man. I just Google how long does it take to drown? And immediately I got help is available. Speak with someone today. Talk suicide <laughs> Canada and a number. That's all it gave me. There's no, I other, can't there's, even, there's no other search results. I mean, thank, thank you. This, yeah. Thank you. That's great. But I need like, I would like to know the, the fuck this add, add to the end of your Google search. Just curious. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's for a school project. <laughs> Doing research. God damn it. Uh, Asking for a friend. Yeah. I mean, you know. Who is also just curious. Uh, um, I got I to go back and listen. I got to go back and listen to that episode because it's, uh, it is, it is quite, they do, they do go quite deep into, uh, into everything that happens. Um, but anyway, 
You know when you you know when you take a drink of water and it goes down the it goes down the wrong hole. Yeah, yeah. And then you you start like yeah, yeah. you aspirate. So when you aspirate, <laughs> apparently, um, it sucks. Yes, but apparently nothing is actually getting down into your lungs. Mm-hmm, right. It's it's just the reflex of like trying to keep it from doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once it passes that barrier and it actually gets down into the lungs, it's it's apparently just like <laughs> yeah, this un unbearably painful. This freezing is, to death would be like you'd be. You might be a whole day. I searched yeah. why does drowning to death suck? And Quora is delivering on the goods with Let's go, Quora. Is drowning a painful way to die? Ernest Fultz said, I love how the personal experience in the comment of people who have been through it is that it's not painful. Who's drowned to death in the comments? Um, it says, and how the scientific and medical opinions of people who haven't been through it is that it's painful. It kind of makes you ponder the question, is science and medicine corrupted by media and television? <laughs> God, I love Cora so much. Oh, my God. Um, I love how that's the, that's the conclusion that this person draws. I just got to give you one more, one more answer does. from this because uh, <laughs> this one has the headline in capital letters in the first sentence, do not do this. And then it says, as someone who almost drowned, no, it's not painful. It felt like peace, like if all my problems were gone. And it seemed like as if I could breathe underwater. At one point, I even thought I was a fish. Even the sound of water was relaxing. Reminder, I only experienced a few seconds of drowning, like four. If you fully drown, it will suck, hurt, and burn your lungs at the same time. (laughs) And then it said, don't do this. Yeah, don't. Everyone has different experiences on drowning. Very few lucky people had the same as me. Edit. I didn't expect this comment to blow up. Keep in mind that I only experienced a few seconds and did not die. Does he just mean that he had his head underwater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah he took, a bath. All, he took was, a bath and just went. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is really funny. This side note, this was also experienced in my childhood. So my mind may have made this up. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I replied yeah. in the thought that this was only a question and nothing else. I will delete mm. this if it turns out a different way than what it was intended for. All right, well, let's this move website on. website sucks. Cora uh, <laughs> is always great. Um, let's, uh, let's just move right on. I have one more thing that maybe we'll wait till next week, but I want, to, I want to talk about the capacity of the human brain. But we'll do that next week. Oh, wait, how many memories? How we many terabytes have? we can jam into our fucking noggins? Right. Oh, um, it was like 2,500. Something crazy. It was 2,500. Petabyte. Petabytes. Petabytes or something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, instead we'll wait for next week to dive into that. And, uh, cause I gotta go to sleepy. Um, but, but we'll wrap it up with, uh, this episode, this episode's segment of what the hell. <laughs> so I'm going to read to you this report and I don't want you to confuse it with something almost identical that happened last year. It's a different story. Okay. Elderly French man inserts world war one era bomb up his ass and causes an evacuation. We yeah, we almost certainly, almost certainly covered a similar story. Very different story. (laughs) Uh, A hospital in the city of Toulon, in southern France, was evacuated in a panic Saturday after an 88-year-old patient, I repeat, 88-year-old patient, arrived with an explosive surprise: a World War One era artillery shell inserted straight up his arse, according to a French media outlet, Var Matin. I actually, this is great because I can reuse the thumbnail that I used for last Feel Good Friday episode where we talked about a yeah, similar topic because I made a rocket launcher with a, a silver butt plug coming out of it. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I now, was, uh, I want to just say 
this, this thing is not small. Okay. Okay. Uh, Holy shit. That is What's that, like a, quite large. That's, that's like, like a, that's a, it's like a, it's like not quite a gag dildo. I mean, that's like eight, <laughs> like, like I would say that's probably like eight inches around. It's like, <laughs> it, know, like it would be like a, it would be like a, like if you saw that dick on a person, you'd be like, dude, you got a piece. You know, it's uh, funny. No, if I saw, it. if I saw a dick, if I saw someone's dick and it looked like that, I would go, I feel so- sorry. Ah! I mean, <laughs> ah! No, I mean, oh, that's, no! Not, that's not like, dude, I mean, look at the hand. Dude, that is that a thing, hog. Dude, that thing probably weighs 48 pounds. No, no, I'm not talking about the weight of it. Yeah. I'm talking about if it was a dick. It's girthy and, and it's girthy. Long. Yeah, it's girthy and um, long. You know what? You know what is interesting about that, though? The thing that makes me feel a lot better about seeing that it, it is big, but compared to the Christmas decorations episode that we recently did where they're putting hook shaped shit in their butts. Like I could see how somebody yeah. who's, who's a bit curious might see the shape of that object and go, it's very phallic. I wonder what that might feel like. Yeah. Like, like harken back, harken back to the rock glass. You know, it, it's yeah. actually it's not a rock glass. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And actually, um, I will say uh, that that picture is actually misleading. This is um, this is not that much larger than my own penis. Um, uh, the bombshell discovery is what, what was saying, revealed dude. to be over uh, 20 centimeters long. So that's uh, just over seven inches uh, and over five centimeters See? wide. Um, so eight wide. inches long and two inches wide. Oh, oh sorry. I thought two you, inches oh, wide. sorry. I thought you said. Eight inches now long, just, and seven inches wide. Now it just wide. sounds like, like we all. Go, now it just sounds like we all have really small hey, dicks. Wait, well, <laughs> welcome to the artillery. Hey well, guys, well, I was the one. <laughs> I was the first one to say that it didn't look that big. Well, yeah. So uh, uh, anyway, it uh, this thing got, got loaded up in the wrong kind of chamber, if you know what I mean. Um, it caused an evacuation of the hospital. So this guy got brought in. Doctors saw it and they panicked. And they evacuated the pediatric and emergency hospital. That's way um, too much. Uh, That's too much. Artillery shells are widespread. Were widespreadly used in the First World War, and uh, was responsible for countless deaths, including um, on the harsh battlefields of France. Luckily, however, it seems that this elderly enthusiast of early 20th century explosive ordnance uh, was not in possession of a live explosive. Thank God as bomb disposal experts concluded that the artillery shell wasn't going to explode inside his asshole, according to Var Martin. Wouldn't that, um, wouldn't that be... Can you imagine how annoyed you'd be being like showing up in a bomb suit going, fuck. No, you'd I gotta, be like, I gotta like fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think I'd be annoyed. I think I'd be annoyed that I have to check to see if a bomb is explosive inside a dude's ass, an 80 year No, they would have removed ass. they would have removed it. They would have removed it yeah. first, I think. No. No, they left no, it in them? No, they 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 evacuated sure. the hospital and left it in until someone could come and verify that it was <laughs> that it was not going to blow the you, fucking you know, hospital. Be, up. You know it'd be really funny if they send in one of those little remote control robots and like he was in the room left on his own because yeah. everybody bailed and they <laughs> yeah. send in the little bomb control robot and it like drives down the hall and it's like slowly turning around the corner and it comes into the room and then on like the speaker on the thing is like uh sir excuse me can you we, we're gonna have to assess this can you just bend over and french accent can you just spread your cheeks and they have actually have to like guide him through the process so that the little bomb sniffing robot can like sniff mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right. Remove the the thing. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. That would be a good movie scene. 
It would be a better movie scene What's if the, the bomb blew about? up. If the bomb blew up. <laughs> it's, like, that's a better scene. It's like, uh, I mean, you could ask the same question about the, what, what was that movie, 126 hours or whatever? Right, yeah. The guy's just stuck in the same place the entire time. I mean, you could do 126 hours uh, yeah, of just I I this guy. I think it was 128. 128. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, they, they, they relied... 128 days later. They relied <laughs> on a, a lot of flashbacks, I think, in that movie. Right. And yeah, he was talking to himself so a lot, too. Don't you, th- yeah, yeah, don't you think that the flashbacks of like him being in the war... And like looking at the shell as he like he wasn't loads in the war. it as he just shut up as he <laughs> loads the shell into the artillery cannon. He's just like he's like caressing Dude, it World softly as he like, like inserts it in and he's like ago. he's like licking his lips. Are you they, are you saying artillery cannon like in as in replacement for asshole? Yeah, no, no. I mean like oh, he's actually oh, like, oh, yeah, funneling okay. it into yeah. the cannon and he's just thinking but like someday I want to get my Brian's hands. Brian's really good friends with Slavin now. And they're they're putting together, yeah, they're yeah. putting together a new flip. Um. So uh, again, this wasn't the first artillery sh- in artillery shell found inside someone's butthole. Um. Just over a year ago, in December 2021, a man came into the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital in UK with a six centimeter by seventeen centimeter. Now seventeen oh, wide. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what that reads like. That's crazy. It was a short. Uh, fat. But he fell on that one. That's what he said. Now the veracity of that claim was unknown, but he said he fell on it. I think this this guy in France was like, I put it. In I put ass. it up in my ass. I would. I would. I would hazard a guess that there's like some sort right. of form online, and these <laughs> no, guys he's French. He's not. From no. Quebec. Do you, Do you think these guys? <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I just drove from Montreal, so that's all I got in my head. Is do, you, do you guys think that? These guys knew each other and possibly read the same sort of information. Dude, they probably fought together in the war, and uh, and you know that could be the flashback scene. That he was like it. passes yeah. him Whoa. the artillery shell like, as the other guy loads. They're it in. lovers, dude. hundred yeah. percent. This is this is Brokeback Mountain from the war. But they so like never... they they fe- they found love together on on the on the battlefield but because and of then... the times. They could not confess right. their love to one another because it felt um they were going to be like this is the movie to shit on. That's the movie, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's the movie. And I I just dude, love that yeah. scene of like passing that sh- just oh, yeah. Two right. hand like two hands doing it together. Like yeah. two hands like just two, like two like hands crazy. that are oddly moisturized <laughs> for the for like being and smooth in being yeah. War. Yeah, and like, like everybody else around like them is covered clean. in dirt, but like they're just their hands are yeah, so like clean. they're in the trenches, but they're all just squeaky clean. Yeah, they're in the trenches. That's for sure. Uh, all right, folks. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, we will be back uh, next week with lots of fun stuff. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And uh, in the meantime, if you want to support the podcast, you can leave a, a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can rate the podcast on the Spotify mobile app. And um, if you want to support further, come join us over on Discord. Having lots of fun conversations over there. We'd love to see ya. And if you have anything that you want to let us know about, letters at sickboypodcast.com. Send us your fan mail. Send us your, your quirky, weird stories. Um, send us photos of your artillery shells. <laughs> if you, you want. I, I, we're not We're not asking explicitly for them, but if you sent them. If you have any artillery at home, If you send have us. any artillery, if you have any actual artillery, send us photos of it. Um, letters at sickboypodcast.com. And if you want to be a guest on the show, as always, uh, sickboypodcast.com slash contact and fill out the form. And uh, thanks, as always, to the folks who put up with us and also work with us. A huge thank you to Jeff Lonis. Uh, and to Rich O'Coin for the theme music on this episode. We love you guys both. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.